On tonight's show, we have fashion model and poet, Kiesen. And now, for your host, Cool Car. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Kicking With Cool Car Show. I am your host, Cool Card. This is episode 127. We are racking them up, y'all. I can't do it without you. I do it for you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, last week, I had Erica Blakely on from Blakely Bespoke. She makes French cuffs like nobody else. Nobody else has it because she has a patent on it. And she has a Kickstarter campaign that she has going down right now. So if you happen to go check out that episode, just click on the link in the description. Show your girl some love. She's doing some things that other people aren't doing like this is all for a great cause it's not just about making money and it's really not even about the cuffs and you'll know that if you go and check out the episode all right but moving forward this week this week i have a poet i have a fashion model she does her own thing you you understand what i mean by when i say that but um yeah she goes by the name of key essence and i'm not going to keep you waiting any further cuz i'm tired of talking about this and I'm ready to talk about that. So let's get it going. I'm gonna bring her in with a nice warm welcome. Let's get it going, y'all. Appreciate y'all kicking it with your boy. Everybody, welcome Key Essence to the show. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm great. How are you? I am blessed, girl. I am blessed and thankful that you are here with me, coming to kick it with your boy. I appreciate your time. I know you are a busy lady and you're doing your own. <laughs> uh, yeah, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For real. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, before every show, I got to get that prayer in. All right. Let's get it. Gotta make sure we're covered and we're good. All right. Heavenly All right. Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you so much for just allowing us to come together tonight. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, to have an eloquent conversation. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, that Key Essence can come on here and just share her story and just offer the viewers some value. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for her willingness to come on here and be transparent. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, and we just thank you for this platform. We just thank you for life, love, happiness, clothes on our back, food to eat. Just waking us up this morning, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. We just give you all the victory, all the glory, all the love, all the praise. In your name we pray. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus' name, amen. So, I saw you on Instagram. Met you through mm -hmm. uh, an alumni of the show. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw that you had your own thing. You know, you, you got your own podcast. You got your, You're doing something great in the space that you're in. And I'm not even going to mention it just yet. I'm just, I'm, I'm working my way up to it, but you're doing some great things in the space that you're in. All right. But I don't know if I said, but, but anyway, but <laughs> you have a past to where you were uh, dibbling and dabbling in expression. 
<laughs> just just work with me here. Dibbling and dabbling in expression before where you are now. All right. Mm-hmm. Used to yeah. model. I saw on your feed that you used to model. You take these great pics. You got the look. <laughs> How did how did that how did that happen? Tell us a little bit about your background and then you know you're starting that because you're doing poetry. Ooh. So okay. yeah, give us a little Modeling. bit about your life. Okay. Uh so I always wanted to be a model from like a very young age. I always loved fashion. Okay. Um, my father used to dress me in like baggy, weird clothes. So um I used to like draw up my clothes and then I used to just adore Tyra Banks. And uh, I actually uh, went to a, a fashion call when I was younger. And this was like when American, I- not American Idol, but um, America's Next Top Model was like a s- huge deal. Yeah. And um, I went to a call and they actually chose, like they selected me to model, but I don't, whoever took me, I don't, I don't want to say no names, but the person who took me to the call I think they thought that I wasn't going to get selected and it was supposed to be like a dream killer moment. Um, but actually when I went to that call, they were giving out a, a card out of a deck, of, a deck of like a regular playing cards. Mm-hmm. And when he got to me, first of all, watching all the other people get turned back and crying and stuff, I was nervous. Cause I already like my confidence was like non-existent. Um, <laughs> so I get to the front, I'm nervous. And we talk a little bit, and then he ends up like, instead of just giving me a card, he goes to the deck and gives me an ace of spades. And yeah, so I was like, I didn't really know what that meant at the time, but like later on, I was like, okay, I think I'm supposed to be doing this. You know, I I really love modeling. It's like a passion of mine. I love runway. I can walk in some things really good. Yeah, that's pretty much how the love of fashion really started. That was like my first like step into it. Um, I didn't really get into it until like 2016 though. So it was way later. Um, I, I would like practice my walk. I, I worked at a bar. Okay. And I would practice my walk. You be strutting in the bar? Yes, strutting <laughs> in the bar. Did you not? Like people be like, you walk around here like an angel. Like they used to tell me that all the time. Um, but I was like preparing for what I was asking God for. And yeah. I, I got into promo modeling. So I modeled for like big brands, like like alcohol brands, like Ciroc yeah. and things like that. Um, and then I got scouted. In it, when I was in Atlanta, and then okay. I modeled in New York Fashion Week, so I've done some big oh, things. I just oh. haven't been consistent. <laughs> okay, so, so that's still a, still a passion. That's still something you're pursuing, though, right? Um, it's still a passion, but I'm not particularly um, pursuing it at the moment. What's holding you back, if you don't mind me asking? Um, so now I design. I okay. well, okay, so that was like my passion before. I even knew it was a passion, if that makes sense. Like, I always thought I wanted to be a model, but then I realized, like, before modeling was a thing, I used to have dreams of fashion. Like, I would okay. dream of stores that, of clothes I've never seen before. So I knew that I was, like, God was, like, kind of giving me a dream of my future. And so I'm, I'm, I feel like I can model for myself. So I'd rather that's make what fashion, I was... fashion happen and, you yes. know, come yes. back to the that's, that's that what I was gonna say. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. I was going to say, basically, you create create your own lane. And then you model your own brand, and then now yeah. you're living in the best, you know, the best of two, two best of both worlds. The best of multiple worlds. <laughs> best of multiples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So you said something a little earlier, and I want to go back to that because there's a lot of girls, a lot of young girls out here that do have dreams of modeling, but you know, either it's 
body shamed or they just don't have the confidence or they don't feel like they're pretty. How did you overcome you not having that confidence? Because you said you did lack confidence. How did, how did you build that up for yourself? I know it's not easy at times. Yeah. I feel like for a long time, I feel like I had a, a false confidence though. I don't want to say, I feel like even when I was modeling, it was like I was just doing things that, you know, everybody else applauded and thought was just amazing. Yeah. So that gave me like a false confidence at the time. It took me kind of separating myself from the fashion world for a while and finding myself and realizing mm -hmm. what, what matters to me most. Yeah. Um, taking time for me and not really kind of like toning down the other voices because the world gets so loud and absolutely want whatever anybody is showing you at the time. Yeah. So. It was more so about finding myself and finding my own okay. voice. And what I want. But what I'm hearing though, as well, is the false confidence. I, I would say the false confidence is a, is a positive thing because it's you you got to break out of that shell somehow. So if you have mm -hmm. to create some type, engineer some type of false confidence to just go and Thank do, you, you make it <laughs> yeah, exactly, and do you know what I'm saying? Like push yourself out there and force yourself to do it, even though you're nervous as hell while you're doing it. But that's a lot of us. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Even I mean, people, I still deal with it. Like my heart, even today, beats out of my chest when I'm in a vulnerable place. Like when yeah. I'm, I don't know if you want to get there. I don't want to go into it too soon. <laughs> go ahead. We can. We can. You know. We can always double back. <laughs> okay. I mean, I didn't know if you want me to go into the poetry yet. <laughs> oh. But yeah. So hold on. Wait. Hold on. But let, let's talk about this vulnerable. <laughs> so first and foremost, you weren't talking about you. Ner you weren't. You weren't nervous coming on here, right? Because I mean, it's what you do. No, but okay. anytime. Anytime you just want to be your best, do your, do your best, right? Is that what you're saying? Well, I am hard on myself. I'm a little bit of a perfectionist, so sometimes I, I overthink and I kind of stress myself out with my own thoughts. Okay. Um, it's not really so much what other people think. It's about the standard that I hold myself to. I can yeah. be overbearing on myself. Well, I can tell you now, right now, here, okay? Throw all that shit out the window, cause we kicking it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. all the stuff that was in your head before you started the show, just throw it out. We are kicking it. Be you. It is what it is. Oh you yeah, absolutely. Saying? I just mean in general. Like this okay. is how I am. <laughs> okay, all right. I just want to make sure. Like yeah, don't come in here. No, no, no. You're cool. I'm cool. We cool. <laughs> we cool. We kicking it. All right. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, all right. So you you got. The modeling down and then you decide to jump back into the fashion now mm -hmm. it's fashion the fashion are you doing that currently yes right. i am <laughs> okay all right cool. i am okay so you want to design your own brand yes. or or do you have your own I, brand where are you at in that so stage right now i am designing two dresses for a wedding okay um i custom design the dresses right now i'm creating them uh and it, it'll be for a wedding in a couple of months. So yeah, I'm actually doing my fashion. I style, I've done multiple styles for uh, somewhat big events, fashion shows. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'm doing it, but most of my focus right now is on poetry. On the poetry, okay. Mm -hmm. It just takes up so much of my time. Like I'm trying to juggle the two, but it's very hard. Okay. So you, and that's okay, it's okay. Because here, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you something about me. Okay. I am a person who will spread myself so thin with so many things, so many things, and I don't get anything done. So mm -hmm. as of late, as of lately, 
like within the last two years, I've kind of gotten a hold of myself and say, hey, listen, this is what you're going to focus on now. And you're going to see it through and you're going <laughs> to finish it. You know what I'm saying? Like really mm-hmm. just see it through step by step, even if it takes because here's the thing. Here's the thing. The main thing is we put a time limit on ourselves. And if we don't put a time limit on on ourselves, we put pressure on ourselves to, I got to start now. I got to get it now. But but guess what? You also had this other dream that you felt like you needed to start now, but now you got another idea and now you're putting pressure on yourself to, oh, I got to get that going right now. Whose timetable are you on? Why are you rushing that process? You know what I'm saying? Because- we. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I hear what you're saying. And, but for me, it's kind of like the opposite. So I'm a person who wants to execute one thing and tackle it and then move on to the next. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I feel like God's pool, just like like you just asked, you said, whose timetable are you on? Sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, let's finish this, let's do this and then, but God will be like, no, we're moving over here now. You'll come back to that. And this is going to be the, you know, um, I was listening to, do you know, what's her name? I call her my auntie. Something Brown, Tabitha Brown. Tabitha Brown, okay. Yeah, so, you know, she was trying to do acting for so long, and then God was like, no, you're going to post food. And that's kind of how I felt, like, when I was doing my, when I finally got into my fashion, I was like, okay, good, we here. This is what God wants me to be doing. And then he just pulled out his pitch on me, and I was just like, what the heck? Like, (laughs) but, and I'd be beating myself up. I'm like, okay, here I am not completing something and then jumping to another thing. But then God, and I felt God saying like, no, you're being obedient. You're moving when I say move. And that's what I need you to do. Yeah. And and you know what? I was going to get to that too. Because Mm -hmm. here's the thing for me, I always pray on it before I start it. And if God doesn't show me that vision, then I'm not going to start that. I'm going to keep it. I love that. I'm going to continue to pray and whatever he reveals to me, that's what I'm going to do. Even if it's not what I desire to do right now. You know what I'm saying? And I'm living yeah. that right now. I'm living that right now because there's a there's a venture that I wanted to get into, like investments and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I don't really deal with psychics too much, but I have a, I got like a family member, right? I don't deal with mm-hmm. this too much, but we'll get into that too. But uh, <laughs> But it's funny because a psychic told me, hey, don't make any huge investments right now. Don't make any huge financial investments until like the end of June or after june just Mm -hmm. rest in whatever you're doing right now and see it through but don't make any and i'm telling you i wanted to jump into that space and i just had to say you know what hold on let me let me let me sit back and let me pray because i'm hearing this from him but let me go see what god is saying too right and god showed me exactly exactly yeah (laughs) sure that's that's my source for sure so I'm just saying that's funny because he said that, but yeah, I prayed on it. God showed me clearly, okay, this is what you need to be doing. See this through. And then when you're done with it, it's not even see this through and let's get through it and get over there. It's like when you're done with it, that will be there waiting for you. And that's when mm. you start that journey. You know what I'm saying? We're always- You saying that. Oh, go ahead. Go, no, no, go ahead. What were you saying? I feel like you saying that just made me, when you said it, like fashion popped in my head, like it'll be there. Like I have a whole portfolio that I've built. Like it's okay that yes. I call from that for a minute and working on what's the now and something else yeah yeah but i'm telling you if you're like me i i don't know if it's the pressure but i always feel like okay let me get this done so i can move on but no just live in that get it done perfect it 
and make sure that it's functioning and and leave so when you leave it it can function on its own yes and then you go on yeah yeah, and then you go on to the next thing and you live in that and get it done because i myself and i know a lot of men are like myself man we can't multitask i'm sorry i i can't I'm the first to tell you I cannot multitask. So I know that I'm doing myself a disservice when I'm like, yo, I need to be doing this. Well, let me work on this today. Let me work on that today. Oh, I forgot about that. I'm no good. I'm no good to anybody. I'm no good to myself. I'm no good to anybody. And then I start feeling stressed out because I don't feel like I'm accomplishing anything. Well, hell, I'm not. Because I'm stressed out. You know what I'm saying? Right. I have those days. I had that yesterday, actually. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and it, like I said, listen, it still plagues me because that's just how I'm wired. But I have to take a step back and be like, all right, Eric, let me just focus on what, what, what you know the task at hand and get through it. So, the fashion will be there. Fashion's not going anywhere. Like you said, you have a whole portfolio. You did the work. God's showing you where you need to be at right now. Be there, see it through, and don't rush to get through it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and don't patience rush- is key. Patience is key. And you know what? Enjoy that journey. I know that's so cliche and people say that all the time, but you really have to enjoy the journey because things, we rush through things so much that it's a blur and you don't really get to enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Because, and and you're going to miss things that you could have learned. And not even just that, but as you were talking, I was thinking like God's promises are always true. So if he said it, like, it doesn't matter if he said it in 2000, like it could be 2030 and it's still gonna happen, you yeah. know. And yeah. I, one thing I can say is my fashion is timeless. So you know how you run into some people stuff and you're like, okay, that's for that's gonna last for like a couple of years. My yeah. I make like my fashion is so I I'm not trying to toot my own to- horn or anything, but yeah, my do it. Do it. We taking out the vault. <laughs> you know how they like go back and be like the celebrities like wear something from like 30 years ago. That's gonna be my fashion for sure. Yeah, beat that. <laughs> And, yeah. and believe it, you know what I'm saying, and mean it. No, I know it. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. So, but okay, so the poetry. You, how did that happen? Okay, how did you go from fashion to poetry? Like you, you never said anything about you were doing spoken word back in the day, or you were singing, or anything like that. Like, where did that come from? Okay, so no, okay. <laughs> poetry <laughs> has always been in my story, always. Okay. Um. I got it. You said, how did I get there? Ha. Okay. So <laughs> actually I want to say all of it came at like simultaneously, but around the same time for sure. Okay. Um, middle school, I was going through a lot um, at home and at school. So somebody suggested I go see the counselor mm-hmm. and I went to the counselor and I was just like open and honest about like what I was going through and things. And she was like, you need to journal. You need to like let out. You can't hold all this stuff in. So I started journaling and journaling turned into poetry. My father's a poet. My siblings are poets. We're all poets. But mine was just a little more deep and more like me sharing my soul and sharing experiences. But I'm not writing from a place of like, oh my God, this happened to me. It's more like, okay, I went through this, but I'm still good. And you know, my my poetry is more like... uh, inspirational it'll motivate the next person like when you hear my poem i could talk about something like that really hurt me that i went through but you're not gonna you're not gonna read it or hear it and be like i want to cry with her oh my god it's it's gonna be like dang that was like she went in and it's a reflection yeah a reflection okay Mm -hmm. i was gonna ask like what was the derivative like was it was it derived out of 
pain, past experiences, or did it derive out of dreams and desires? Because you have some poets that, you know, they're dreamers and you can hear it in their poetry. But you said it was experiences, not so much as like. Uh, I think it's a mixture of both. Okay. So the first, so the, okay, so one of the first, one of the first poems that I wrote was called like Seasons Change or something like that. Change, something about changes. And I was always told that I was pretty wise for my age. Like I, I was always in my Bible at, at mm. a young age, always reading books. I lived at the library. I did poetry at the library. That's like really where it grew more. Okay. But with this poem, I would have to say I was writing from a, a inspirational place, I guess. Like the poem basically was saying like, even though I'm going through these things, I know things are going to get better. So I guess you can say dreaming, but there's no specific dream in the poem. I'm really just seeing, I could, basically I could always see the light. No matter how dim and dark things were, I could always see the light. And I, I performed that poem. So I wrote the poem, I shared it with one of my teachers and she was like, you need to do that for the talent show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was so nervous because like I said, I was, I was going through a lot at home and in school. So I was bullied. I wasn't popular or anything like, yeah, I overrated anyway, girl. Don't worry. Hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I was really nervous. Um, and my teacher was, I thought I was gonna read it, and it was like, no, if you're gonna do the poem, you need to memorize it. So I memorized it, did the poem, blew through it. Speed talker. I mean, when I'm nervous, I'm like, yeah. I'm flying through the poem. <laughs> um, but when I finished the poem, I had a standing ovation. The same people who bullied me, the same people who didn't like me were on their feet. Literally, I'm literally watching everybody just cheering for me. And I was like, oh, wow, like, I, this is this is my thing. This is my niche. This is where I'm supposed to be. Like, if this is what makes people respect me or see me or just really just see me because I felt yeah. invisible. You know, I felt unheard. That's why I journaled so much because yeah. no one was listening to me. No one knew what I was going through. And so they see the same people, like, literally somebody I had gotten in a fight with. She was like, ah! <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, so that's that was like one of those moments that tell you know how they say like little pieces of your uh, past speak to your future. Yeah. And that's one of the moments that I I just remember how it made me feel, and I, I pretty much forgot how unpopular I was. I forgot about a lot of the things I was going through in that moment. It was just really surprising to see the reaction. I never thought it would come from sharing something like that. Yeah, and that and that's a lesson too because isn't the world like that, right? Yeah, the world's like that. That's what it is. And you learned that at an early age. You saw it firsthand. Like, wow, all I have to do is just share a gift or share something that's special, that's unique, that other people wish. And it will resonate. That's the part that got yeah. me. I knew I was I knew I was writing something. It meant something to me. That's all that mattered. That's yeah. all that mattered to me at that time. But to see that it resonated with them so much that you were compelled to like get out not just be like oh yeah she did okay but like yeah. you got out of your seat like <laughs> it was undeniable it was it yeah. yeah it shifted them that's probably yeah that's especially God. being so unpopular even one thing if i was just some new kid and it's like oh she came with that okay cool but like right. i was like the underestimated like whatever girl <laughs> wow that is crazy but that's that's beautiful though do you still remember that poem oh no She's like, oh no! <laughs> I can barely remember the name of it. I just know it's like something about seasons change, seasons change. I tried to keep like a lot of my old poetry, but I don't have any of them any longer. Oh, those are jewels. I know. Sadly, maybe God will give it to me in a dream one night, or just give it back to me or something. It's possible. Yeah, it's possible. I used to do music, and I, I yeah, it, it 
songs came to me in a dream from way back like one of my first i, I don't remember it now but at that time i did I was really like, yeah i was like I wow I don't, I don't really remember okay i've written a few songs but there's only one song that i still remember i wrote it while i was sitting in the choir at church I, uh you know marvin Winans? Mm-hmm. yeah i was I, I attended his church since i was little and I was in the choir, and this song just came to me, and I started writing it. And I thought I had forgot it, and I was telling my sister, like, I, that was a dope song. Why we never gave it to um, to the pastor to, like, make it a thing? Yeah. And she's like, I remember that song. And she started singing it, and I started singing it. And I'm like, oh, I'll never forget this song now. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, I do know um, the Wyans, because my friend, he lives in Detroit and kind of all that. Yeah. But, yeah, that's yeah. super dope, man. I want to know something. And I know you said that your family, you come from a long line of poets, right? But, okay, so for me, I rap and sing a little bit and do whatever I, I, I need to do for my song. I do a little bit of this and that. Right. I, don't, <laughs> I won't say I'm a singer, but I can do what I need. I can harmonize and all that, right? Okay. Me too. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I did. So, um, I want to know why, or is it just, is, is it like a natural thing that happens? Why poetry and not the desire to sing. You know what I mean? Why was your choice why was your choice spoken word over like say singing it or rapping it? Well, I used to sing. Okay. Um but I kind of got discouraged. Like one time I was singing in the car and my mom asked me to be quiet and I never really wanted to sing again after that. Oh, she killed that dream. I won't say it's a dream, but she kind of discouraged you from doing it. Kind of Yeah. Because it's like my own mother doesn't want to hear me sing this. Like, but, I don't, but here's the thing, though. You know, as a parent, think like think back on it now. It's just like, I don't think it was out of, oh, you can't sing. It's just like, girl, I probably had a long day. <laughs> loud as hell. I ain't trying to hear that right now. You know? But as a parent, we got to think, you know, because I'm a parent. And I have to think sometimes of how I say stuff, too. Because it's like, how, how's that going to make my child feel? Even though I don't mean it like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So did you ever tell her that? No. No, maybe you should. Not that you. I'm not saying. <laughs> I wrote. I actually, um, someone told me to write a letter to my parents, and um, I never did because I didn't feel like you know I have much to say to them. But one day, I just started writing, and it actually sounds like a poem. It sounds like I intentionally tried to write it, but I said I, I still have to finish it. Maybe I'll throw that in there. <laughs> you should. You should. You definitely should. You got to get all that out. All that, all that is um, a relationship. I'm one of those people who can go through like a lot of hardships, a lot of trials, or you know, just a lot of bad things, and still smile. And it, I don't feel like, yeah, I can let it out. I feel like I give it to God, but it, it, it still bothers me. Like I, I don't. Of course, it does. Say I haven't forgiven her or anything. I definitely have. Like I can feel it, like, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um. But the release is needed. It it still affects you. To release it, you feel like I have to release it to the person? Yeah. Why? Mm -hmm. Because you hold that. You still hold on to that. You So you're holding on to it until you give it to the person? That I think so. Until you just let them know. Mm -hmm. I mean, in some situations, it's not worth it. Just some situations, but I think... Like, hold on. Okay, so... I don't know what you've gone through, so let me let me be clear with that. I don't know what you've gone through, and I don't know that relationship and how it has affected you or how it shaped your life, and maybe at some place you just don't want to go back down. 
But if it's not that, then yeah, I say give it to them. Because you you said you're already writing. So why not put that in there and just put it out there? And then and I had this conversation with my son the other day, for real. Like, I'm not gonna say what the situation was, but I'm just like, this has a hold on you because clearly you've you mentioned it every other day. And you're trying to focus on something right now that's like near and dear to you. Like it's everything to you. This is your life, right? But every so often, you're still talking about that. So I'm like, so what you need to do is address it. And even if there's no response, at least you know they know. You don't need a response. At least you know they know. And sometimes that's all it takes. It's just you knowing that they know how I felt or how it made me feel. And that releases you. And that's how he feels right now. He feels like it like it released him. He's free from it. He can move on. And I, I feel like my poetry does that for me in general, though. Like, okay. Um, the okay. So you you asked me like, how did I get into poetry? So yeah. I told you how I initially got into it, but there was a very long break. So mm-hmm. this, you know, most people they do something and they're consistent with it, or if not consistent, then they're at least doing it like at least once a year. Yeah. Um. There was a point where I had, I was not able to express myself. Like I would try to write and fail miserably. Like I just got so discouraged. I was like, okay, so I can't even express myself the way I used to. I literally just thought I was losing talent. So I felt like once I stopped singing, I felt like I couldn't sing no more. I felt like my voice had just left me. Like I literally don't, I can harmonize. Like you said, I can harmonize, but like I don't sing like how I used to sing. And that's how I felt about my poetry. I, I would try to write and I did not like what was on the paper. Writer's block. (laughs) Yeah. Or, or, yeah, I guess you could, I knew what I wanted to write about. It just wasn't coming out the way I needed it to. Yeah, yeah, writer's block. You had, had, it was something clouding you. It was clouding Mm -hmm. you. For a very long time, though. It was like years. And um, I remember it got, got, something had happened. I I, I was dating someone and it was just a hot mess. And (laughs) I did not feel like I could talk to that person. Like, I didn't feel like he even cared enough to express it to him. So I was like, okay, Lord, if I could just, I'm literally telling God, like, I need to get this off my chest. Like, I'm not going to talk to him about it because I know he don't care. I don't want to talk to nobody else about it because I don't want to come off like I'm bitter or something or like I'm feeling away. It's really just me. I, I feel like I'm holding on to something and I need to let it out. Yeah. And, um, like, I said that to God, and I don't know however long later, but I don't know if it was like this point where I had got some type of, understanding that I didn't have before but these words just literally start pouring out of me and that's how I wrote my first poem in I don't know how many years called Dear Buyer and that's how I got back into the poetry world and that's how Poets Pitch was birthed from from that poem that's like that poem means so much to me because like I when you think that you don't have something in you no more and then it just comes to you like yeah I mean you know I know it was all God but it's just like it 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 came to me when I least expected it. I didn't expect to write that. It just started pouring out of me. And sometimes I have those moments where I'm just sitting in my bed and I'm just thinking or, I don't know, listening to music. And then words just start pouring out of me and then I have a masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. That's the best. I'm telling you, yeah. when I was doing music, that was the best feeling ever. And I always wrote like late at night. My mind was so free. And I could write a song in minutes Cause I, it, I was just talking it and it was just flowing and just flowing and just flowing. And oh my God. And I've had writer's block for about a year. And the best thing that you can do 
is set that down. Don't think about it. Don't stress about it because the longer you stress about it, the longer the block is going to be there. You have to set it down and just go live life. You have to have life experiences and then that writer's block is gone because now you got so much more to talk about, so many more experiences to talk about. And literally, that's what it is. You're just talking about it and it becomes a song because you have the talent. The talent never leaves you. Even though I thought it did. (laughs) No, it never leaves you. You're just lacking the inspiration. You're probably lacking the experience. And maybe there's something else that's bothering you. You know, who knows? I don't know. Well, but you made a good point. I feel like what I what I've come to realize is when I have had um, writer's block, it was a matter of me not really understanding how I felt or what happened. That and that's why I couldn't write on it because I didn't really understand what happened. Yeah. So it's like later on, I'll live life a little more, and then I'll come to a, a get that aha a, moment, right? Yeah, the aha moment or yep. that looking for that other word but it's not coming to me but you you know it just it just hits you and i'm like okay so that's what that was yeah. and i wasn't i didn't have the, the knowledge or that wisdom in that time and that's why it was so hard for me to write it but it i'm happy when the knowledge does hit me because it's like okay i'm growing mm. you know spiritually or mentally or emotionally more more important and more more importantly to me well more no more important than spiritual but like then emotional <laughs> So, I mean, so that, so, you know what that tells me you're, you're like myself, you're very in tune with, you know, your spirituality, energy, God, period. Right. Because when you write, it has to come from that place. It has to, or it's forced. And if, it, if that place, that, that place that I'm talking about is not right. And there's confusion there. There's nothing coming out of it. Right. God have, doesn't work in confusion. Exactly. He doesn't work and in honestly, confusion. And honestly, a lot of times I feel like. I'm writing with God. Absolutely. Like, I really feel like poetry, I feel like, well, God is the creator of all good things, but I really do feel like, no, but I feel like he literally created poetry. And so I feel like anytime I write a poem, he's like there with me. Like sometimes I'll, um, I'll write something. First of all, anytime a poem is just pouring out of me, I'm like, okay, this is him. Sometimes I'm looking at it and I'm like, I, not trying to like cut myself like cut myself <laughs> short, but sometimes I'm like I'm not even smart enough to come up with this. And sometimes like I'll write something, and I think I'm writing about one thing, and I go back and read it maybe like a week or so later or a month later, and I get a whole other message from my 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 poem. Yeah, and I'm like oh my God, okay, I see what you was doing right there. <laughs> Cause he's using you, he's working through you. You're special. You know what I'm saying? He chose you. To use you, to work through you, to put that message out there, and that's that's special. So yeah, don't don't discredit yourself, cause you you know what I mean. He chose you. Yeah, somebody said that um, when you write your poetry, it's like he's speaking and you're translating his words, and so what you come up with in poetry is just like how you translate what he says to you. What he says to you. I was like, oh, that's deep. Yeah. When you're working from that space and that place, yes, indeed. So let's talk about Poets Pitch. What? Tell us all about that. Tell us what? What's the? Um, what is? What is the void that Poet Pitch feels? Feels. Yes. What is okay. the void? Um. Yes. Yeah, so Poets Pitch was created. Be- um. I went to an open mic. Okay. I was. Uh, someone was reading my poem, and. 
I asked them, I'm like, what do you, okay, I like the cup, the mug, I like it. <laughs> I feel like you're not even thirsty. I'm like, I want to show them this cup. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. <laughs> Y'all, earlier he was drinking from a bottle. <laughs> Girl, show me time. <laughs> no, it's, it's cool. I need, I need one. I want to be... So basically, it's like coming in, breaking down lyrics, how they do in rap. Like, they'll sit down and break down lyrics and say, okay, what did this line mean? And what does that line mean? And what is... But it's more than that. Um, I, yes, I want people to understand what they're hearing. Mm-hmm. Yes, I want the, the person who's sharing to feel understood, to not just feel like they're bearing their soul just for them. Because our story is inspired. It doesn't have to be just, oh, I shared my story and that was just a good release. It can be like somebody in the crowd just heard something really deep and it resonates with them. And I, and I want them to know why we have this connection right now. And then also okay, um, to inspire. So a lot of the po- poets that you'll find on my show are people who've been in the game for a long time. People who, who don't just... So there's a lot of poets who write for fun. Mm-hmm. There's poets that write just to vent. They're just like, oh, this is how I feel and be done. But it's not an art. It's about bringing back artistry to poetry. Okay. Um, I feel like God is a great poet of uh, paradoxes. So you say one thing to emphasize it, you, you say another thing. And it's like, it's like it sounds like he's contradicting himself, but it's really something so much bigger to the story. If you really right. just take the time really. So that, that's basically what it does. Like, poets pitch is supposed to inspire artistry. I feel like when you hear poetry, you get like, you know, the obvious stuff, right? You want the parts that is like kind of hidden, but it's still there. It's mm-hmm. like hiding in plain sight. I'm making sure that I'm shining the light on those parts. Okay. But then also 
if you could go into a if you go into a space and a door is locked, you're just locked out. So I'm opening doors to new to new rooms. So like when I hear certain people's poetry, I leave with like maybe a, a idea for a new poem. Or you open my once you open a door, I can now explore that space, right? Mm-hmm. Not even just exploring your mind, but now I can think on a level. Maybe not the complete level of that person, but just as it relates to that topic. Now yeah. I have a new idea in my mind that I didn't have before. Yeah. And so I'm trying to inspire people to think on deeper levels and to bring artistry back into poetry. And so people can be more open-minded and actually be learning when they, like, there's so much to learn from in poetry. Like, I learn every time I write a poem. God don't ever let me just write something just from, like, pure, like, I have to literally go into my dictionary. I'm not that person who's like, oh, I'm just looking to rhyme things. Like, no, that stuff yeah. happens naturally for me. I'm literally like, I wrote a poem the other day and I'm like, God had me looking up bees and olive oil. <laughs> I'm like, what? And so when I hear the poem back, I'm like, God, you really just went in. Like, <laughs> yeah. like thought like, if you really understand the, the knowledge I gained from writing my poetry with God, like, and if for somebody else to get it, it's going to make them write even better poetry too. Cause it's going to, you're going to want desire that for yourself. Like, dang, she wrote like, let me not be simple with this. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Yeah, exactly. Complex side, you know? Yeah. What, what, uh, what discoveries have you made about yourself while writing? Hmm. That's a good question. I don't know how to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> what discoveries have I made about myself? Something to jump out at you. I'm, I'm sure you have. Because I, I ask that question with people, like writers who write books. It's almost like self-therapy for them, you know? They, they, figure, mm-hmm. they find so many things that were either bothering them, that were hindering them, that they hadn't let go. They you know, And then they were able to release it because they wrote about it. All they had to do was just write it down. Uh, I would probably say, like, when I wrote Dear Buyer... Um... Like I said, I tried to write it way before. I didn't know I was going to write Dear Buyer. Like when I when those words poured out of me, um, they came out from a place of fashion. I was so confused. It was like God tied in two things that mean so much to me: my yeah. my poetry and then fashion. And that's how everything. And I was just like, what? But I realized from that poem that I might not have always. So me, look, if I was to look at me, how how do I put this? Me years prior, I always thought like you know. Oh, I'm just so wise, you know. I <laughs> I won't say I have it all figured out, but I probably thought I had a whole lot figured out at that time. And I just yeah. realized from that particular poem that I have so much more to learn. I've learned that um, you can think you're respecting yourself so much, but as long as you are con- like putting other people before yourself, um, you're still doing a disservice to yourself. Amen. I think that's what I learned. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, yeah. I love to hear it, man. I love asking that question to, to creators who write because they always find something that they just. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a giver. I, I, I feel like I've gone from people pleaser to extreme giver to now I'm like, okay, I'm giving out of my excess. Like I can't give so much of myself that I'm left with nothing, yeah. or you know, not respecting myself or considering my own feelings. I'm that person, like. I don't know why I put other people before myself so much. Like, God said, love your love your neighbor as you love yourself, not love your neighbor more than yourself. So that's something that, yeah, I, yeah, I had to find out. Got to reel that back in, protect that energy. Yeah, and I'm there now for sure. Put you, put you first. 
<laughs> yeah, unapologetically, and you don't—you're not supposed to feel bad about that either. You know, I mean, it's a fine line. It is a fine line. You know, loving yourself and, and not being selfish. You know, it's a yeah, fine line. Not... But you gotta find that though. You gotta straddle it. Or sometimes you just gotta hop on that one side and be like, you know what? Right now, f it. <laughs> I'm doing me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, especially mm-hmm. when you've been drained and taken advantage of, and just people not respecting your time and. And it's a yeah. lot of that going on now. Everybody's oh, yeah. an opportunist. Everybody's trying to figure out how they can finesse you, how they can get with it. Yes, the times we live in. Yeah, man, everything. So I, listen, I stay closed off, man. I, you know, I'm. <laughs> I, no, me I, too. I am. Like, I'm a, oh. I love people. I, I mean, I love people. I, I did hear, hit a period when I thought I didn't. Like, I found myself saying, oh, I don't like people. And I'm like, what, kids? Who, you do you know who you are? You love people. What are you talking yeah. about? But like, people are very interesting. I can accept people for who they are, but I'm at the point yeah. where it's like I can accept you, but I don't have to be around you. Like, exactly. I'm so good with being alone. Like I I love by my I love being by myself. Like I'm so content. I am an introvert. I am such an introvert. And like people, people like the people that really know me. Like I'm wild. I'm crazy. I make weird noises. I do impersonation. <laughs> I'm an actor too. You know? it, it's the people who are the introverts because you're so, normally you're very comfortable with yourself. So it's like, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, wow, you know? like, yeah, what's, what are you doing right now? But <laughs> but That's then you, you catch me in public around people I don't know. I'm just like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you gotta you gotta show up. me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you really gotta prove to me. And and honestly, it's not even prove to me. It's all about energy for me. That's why I moved out of New York City. Too much swirling energy for me. I'm restless there. My soul is restless. I can't rest in New York City. I just can't. It's too much swirling energy, and it's too much going on. It's deeper than anybody knows that is not in tune with energy. You know, it really mm-hmm. is. It's really, it's really deep. So I'm just like, no, nah, I can't. I can't be there. I go there. Like I go there in the summer times. I walk. You know, walk. Um, the village and all that go to you know central park whatever i love it the energy is great then but it's just something about i don't know i, I feel like you may oh go ahead go no no you, you, go ahead no i don't want to get you off i feel like you i was just like... saying i can't explain it. it it's it's a mixture of the two though like you know sometimes the energy is great i was just talking to one of my friends out there um, uh, female i know she was in brooklyn partying and i saw the pictures and i saw the videos and i'm like man there's nothing like that. She was like, yeah, there's nothing like New York in the summertime. I'm like, yeah, that's the energy that I can fool with. But it's not always that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's some evil stuff in New York City. and That's how I feel about Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Tr- listen, trust me. That's why I'm so closed off. Like, I... Like, God works through me. Like, I'm naturally... I love to help people and I have a natural knack for psychology. Like you can tell me a few things and I'll get to the root of your problem that that's been plaguing you like your entire life. And you didn't even know it was there. And that's, that's real. Like I've been doing that so long. Like when I was in college and <laughs> when I was in college, like all the females used to come to me, no lie. They used to come to me with their problems and I would just sit there and I'd talk to them and I would get to the root just like that. And they were like, that's Oh my God, like that's something that happened to me when I was 12 and I didn't know that that was the reason I'm such a such. And I'm like, yeah, that's it. 
And I'm not sitting there telling them what I think because I'm telling them what God is telling me and what God is showing me. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I got this natural knack where I want to do God's work. I'm, I'm put here for that. And that's why I'm doing this show. But it's hard for me when I'm out there in the public with people because the energy is so negative. And I know you're supposed to guide them. But now it's so dangerous to even want to try to guide these, especially the young people. Ooh, it's child. so hard to try to guide. Even people our age. I feel like yes. I've like adopted people just off of like, oh, you're in trouble. You need my help. And then like they tried to hurt me. And I'm like, I'm trying yes. to you. You are like going down a, a very yes. dark path. Let me help yes. you. But hurt yeah. people hurt you. And so you got to know what battles to fight. Know when to water something or plant a seed and keep it pushing. You don't have to stay there and water it. You know, I, yeah. I learned that the hard way. And they can know. And see, that's the thing. They try to take advantage of that. They try to take advantage of you when when you're so giving and you're you're kind and you want nothing but the best and it's all love. And they're like, oh, I can I can get over on him. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Yeah. It's like wow. You gotta know who you're around and make sure like it's okay to give like if you feel like you're really supposed to give then do that if that's what's on your heart then do it but don't like overdo it you know or you know don't allow yourself to feel like you're being taken advantage of or taken for granted or whatever yeah. and i feel like you made a good point about uh energy um just reading it as it relates to what we're saying now but then also earlier you were saying like you know you can be real silly or whatever like a real fun and outgoing and then mm -hmm. it's like depending on who you're around and it's like, okay, I'm going to chill out around here. I'm yeah. like the same way. I, when I was younger, real young, that I dropped that real quick. But I was like very, I hate using the word silly because I realized that the definition of it was not what I thought it was. But I'm a very fun, outgoing person. Like I yeah. like to make, I love making people laugh. I love hearing people laugh. I love seeing people smile. Yeah. And so I was just being like goofy one day and Someone was like, tried to say like, I was like, kind of like ditzy or something or. Ah, uh, see. Yeah, like tried to like attack me. Like they said that I reminded them of, what's it called it from um, Fresh Prince. Oh, Hillary. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's just like, somebody that's, that's, so, you know what, man? Because some people are not able to be so comfortable in their skin where they can be I, a goofball, you know? Exactly. Don't me for being able to be that person and that's exactly what i was going to say it's more about them than you it's yeah. all about them it's all about them it's not about you they, they i'm telling you when they see a rep a representation of what they wish they could be and and they're you only wish hope. you could be free and feel like you're not yes but then you turn around and be the very thing that you're scared that you want to knock that person down because they i'm telling you when they see it's that projection joy, yeah when they see that joy they wanna, they wanna knock it down. They want you to feel like they, how they feel, and that's that, that's a, that's everywhere, and that's wrapped up in so many layers of life. I'm talking about me doing this show. There's people that don't want to see me do it because it's a representation of what they wish they had the balls to do, not even the knowledge or the know-how, because any man can do anything another man can do all you got to do is go learn it and apply it you know what i'm saying but you just don't have the balls it's fear but yeah, yeah i literally was just talking to someone about that like yeah but yeah you, you can do the same thing i'm doing you just need to apply yourself like stop making excuses i'm like you're literally so fearful yeah. like 
they were it's so same. important to really have conversations with yourself, but really important to talk to God, like to give it to him and say like, look, like, yes. this is how I'm feeling. Like, why am I feeling this way? Take this feeling away. Whatever it is that's holding me back, take it so that I can yeah. take whatever you have for me in exchange for it, you know? Yeah. That's and there's one. so many people that's trapped too, who feel like they want to do this, but haven't even spoken to God about what they really should be doing. So they're really trapped. So now they're stuck because they have a fear to step out to do what they feel that they want to do. And that may not even be what they're supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? So now they're yeah. never going to, now they're never going to move. And if you do, you're wanting something that you shouldn't even be wanting. Right. And if you ever work up or muster up the courage to do it, climbing up the wrong ladder. That part. So where, where are you going? <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I, I was literally telling someone the other day, like, you gotta go to God for strategy. You first of all, you gotta go to Him for direction. But yes. once you get the direction, you need strategy. Yeah. But don't be trying to find strategy for something that is not even the direction you're supposed to be going in. Like, exactly. you want to be on the path He has for you. Like, God yes. knows the beginning and the end. He had your steps are ordered. Like, He's gonna put you on the right path and help you along the way if you, you know. If you go to him, like yeah. some people are like, oh, and God is all knowing. Yeah, but he's still waiting for you to w- welcome him into your story, into situations. He, he's not a forceful God. He's yeah. all powerful, but still so gentle. You know what I'm saying? Like he's yes. so masculine, but he's still so like, you know, soft with his touch. I actually have a poem I'm working on. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I, I really want people to. You have to do what's for you, man, at the end of the day. And yeah. I tell people, I tell people this too. Um, you know, people who are deserving and ask me for information, and I know that they're genuine, then I give it right. But I know mm-hmm. people who stand on the sideline, watch you do what you do, don't show any signs of support, but then out the blue, they want but want a shortcut for themselves. Yeah, they want to ask how to do it. But here's the thing, though: even those people, if you gave them the information. Nine times out of 10, 90% of them are going to fail. Fumble. Right? Right? They're going to fumble. And here's here's why, though. Because they really don't have the passion to do what it is they want to do. It's probably just for a quick lick. Because everybody else is doing it. They want to do it for either fame, money, uh, women, whatever it is. Stroke their ego. What's your motive? Yeah. What your is motive the motive? Your motive dictate how far you go in something. Right. If you don't have the you passion. lack passion, it's like it's a waste of time. Live. Yeah. It's going to be short-lived. You're going to waste your time. You're not going to be successful. You might get a little money or you might get a little whatever you're chasing or seeking out of it, but it's not going to it's not going to sustain because you don't love it. Find something that you love. Find your passion and go do that. And it might seem less cool in the public eye, but guess what? You're going to be happy. You're going to be at peace. And that's the real currency. Health, yeah. peace, love, God. That's the real currency. Because what do you have? You can have all the money in the world and go commit suicide because you don't have any of that. Right? Yeah. Plenty of people out there that do it every day. Every day. You got to find it, man. I'm glad you found your passion. One step at a time. Fashion's going to be there. You already laid the groundwork. Foundation's there. Like, right? It's like, um, I go to Jamaica sometimes, right? And they have like houses, not even houses, just slabs where people have laid the foundation, but they don't have the money to finish. And every year they do a little bit. They do a little bit. They'll put a wall another wall you know what i'm saying and that's mm-hmm. what that is just lay the foundation and you have that so when you're ready then you build but yeah. focus on the poet's pitch be that be that light 
be that be that outlet for people. You know what I'm saying? Be, fill that void because what you're doing is great. Like I never thought about that because but but it's real though. I'll go to poetry. Like I'm not really like in into poetry like that. But I will, mm-hmm. I'll listen and I respect the art because I'm a, I'm an artist at heart as well. I'm a writer, right? So I respect it and I'll go and I'll listen. But you're absolutely right. They say so much and some people do like do rapid spitfire because they're nervous or whatever. And you miss a lot of it. You'd be like, oh, that's dope. But you still missed a lot of it. So what you're doing, I applaud because it's needed. Thank you. you, know Thank you. And it's so funny because like um, I was supposed to start Poets Pitch last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to be working with someone and, uh, I kind of did some, made some moves prematurely, I, <laughs> which is why communicating with God is so important. I can't, I can't stress <laughs> that enough because, <laughs> um, when Poise Pitch came to me and I had an opportunity to work with someone else where they were going to kind of help me out a lot. So like, I wouldn't have to worry so much. Mm-hmm. And I, I literally heard God say, come to me. And I was like, no, no, no. I don't need to talk to you about this. This is good. This is like, this is go time. I'm like, who says that to God? I don't know. It was me though. <laughs> and shortly after things go downhill and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, Lord, I'm ready. I'm ready to talk to you. <laughs> and I'm like, oh God, forgive me. And I had, he had to like clean up my mistake that happened so quickly because I was ready to run on something just because something looked good. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So, uh, Poise Pitch ended up being delayed because uh, I had to go realize that God wanted me to do it on my own and yep. on my own meant that I had to figure some things out because yep. I had to, I had to get ready for what he was saying was about to happen. Yeah. And yeah. during that get ready time, it looked like, you know, I was like d- delaying it. Just really get, like, I don't know if it was going to happen or not. And somebody had called me and was like, because I had told him about me making Poise Pitch happen. He was going to be one of the first people on the show. And he's like, he was calling me one day and he was like, oh, I was just concerned because somebody was saying they about to do something. They sound like what you, what you trying to do. And I know you, this is your thing. You was talking about this last year. And I was like, and I said, honestly, I'm not concerned because I'm still moving, you know, with God and, yeah. and on God's timetable. So I don't like fear losing this because I'm still working towards it and I'm being obedient now. Like I've made a mistake right. before where I was like, you know, I'm just doing whatever. I learned my lesson. And so even just like you said, if somebody tries, you know, to do what you're doing, if they're not passionate about it, it's yeah. gonna fail. So that's literally the, the mindset I had when he called me and was like, "Yeah, somebody was talking about doing da da da." I don't even know where, where they at. I don't know, right. <laughs> but I'm doing it. <laughs> exactly. And hey, and and also too on the flip side of that though, if they are successful, you can coexist because yeah, what they do, fine. what you do, is not what they do. Clearly, mm-hmm. even if it was the same concept, what you do is not what they do. You know what I'm saying? I'm a originator. (laughs) (laughs) Your light is not their light. Yours was. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah. What's uh? Oh, real quick though, tell people how they can um watch your show or listen to your show, where they can find it, website links, all that. What what time it comes on? Yeah. So Poets Pitch goes live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, on Poets Pitch YouTube. We do have a website where you can find everything Poets Pitch. It's www.poetspitch.com. That's P-O-E-T-S Pitch. P-I-T-C-H.com. So we have an Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. We have everything. You can watch the show on YouTube or Facebook, but we prefer you come on over to YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell to be notified. When yes. we go live. Yeah. <laughs> 
All links are below. So y'all make sure y'all show some love. After y'all show her some love, y'all come on over and kick it with your boy Cool. Same night. You know what I'm saying? Get it all in, you know? Support yeah. everybody. Come over here and get this knowledge. Let your mind be opened up. Yes. Be inspired. And be yes. talking real deep. And then, you know, <laughs> you, might, you might find you as some, uh, love. If you're single, you might find some love. Learning some poetry. <laughs> yes. For real. Not saying that that's the reason to be. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's real, though. You got to keep it real, man. Um, what else was I going to say to you? What's one thing that you feel that you could be doing better to get yourself to where you're going? Self-analysis. What's one thing I could be doing better? Yeah, that you feel that you could be doing better or more of or less of. Whatever mm. you feel that, that would be um, a catalyst for you or something positive. Uh I would say there's little moments of procrastination that I have that I could stop doing a little bit of nothing and do something. <laughs> and then uh, also just going out more. I'm uh, If I'm not working, I'm home. Yep. I need to go out. Who knows? I might meet more poets for the show or something. I don't know. Or You will. Be talking to somebody and they're like, oh, I want to invest in that. We're going to put that on, you know, a channel. I don't know. <laughs> I need to go out. I feel like the opportunities are outside of the four walls that I reside in. And I feel yeah. like I need to just get out there and let blessings come to me. <laughs> yeah. Amen. I feel like I'm a, a whole magnet for blessings, but it, what am I going to attract behind four walls? Yeah. You got to get out there and shine your light, too. Yeah. That part. That's more important. Spreading. Shine spreading. your light. People gonna Sorry. see that light. I'm telling you, people gonna be attracted to that light, guaranteed. And you will get guests, and you're gonna be. I've people. gotten that. I've like been at like gatherings, and somebody like will say like the people who are working the event were like, "Oh my god, you and your friends had such a light about y'all." Like we've gotten that. Like yeah. So yeah, man. Little light of my. <laughs> that little light, yeah, exactly. God, nobody but God shining it down. Yes, yes, come Amen. through, God. And guess what? We've been on for an hour and one minute. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> I told you, girl. Time goes. I time. Stay, look, I stay up. I love your show. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, I'm definitely going to tune into yours, man, because I really dig what you're doing. You should. Today was the day I was more relaxed. So this would be a good day, up, a good episode to watch today's episode. What, wait, what you mean more relaxed? Were you were nervous before or something? Uh, like I said, God threw me into poet's pitch. Like okay. there was no warning, there was no prep time. Okay. Like, all right. So you, so you're figuring it out. I'm not looking for perfection. That's what he said. Yeah, so, yeah. So calm down. Absolutely. I've been there. Trust me. If you go back to some of my first shows, man, grainy, lighting jacked up, sound <laughs> jacked up. Because guess what? You just gotta go. When he says go, you gotta go, That's and you hard. figure it out along the way. As long as you're moving forward. You're moving in the right direction. You don't have to. I look forward to seeing like how what more he does with you and like where what like where he's taking you with this. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. My my um I don't want to say my I'm not gonna say end goal, but I will get this on TV. That's why. Yeah. That's why I don't call it a podcast. I call it a show because that's what I want. I want a show, either a late night show. Or a daytime show like Steve Harvey. I want to bring people on. I want. I love me some Steve Harvey. Man, he's a good dude. He's yeah. He's a good dude. Very deep. Yeah, yeah, very deep. 
And I want to do that. I want to have charities on there, like fundraisers. I want to bring people on, like change their lives, help them, pour into them, talk to them, like be hands on and just touch the people, man. Touch the people. Okay. Remember you saying date it, date it and time it. Date it and time it. That's coming. Write it down. You wrote it down. Yeah, I'm looking at the time right now. What's the date? Did you write it down? It's it's something. Oh, it's written write down. It down. Oh, that's written down. Oh, okay. okay. That's written down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That's written down. Oh yeah. So I should have expected that talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Like, we're the same. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. So, um, and I tell guests that um, you know, when I get this TV show, I'm going to bring people back on. So you know, keep in touch with your boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah keep in touch i'm meant for the big screen <laughs> keep, keep in touch with your boy um you know can bring some of your designs on have a fashion show on there you know and do a, a, a poem and do a poet slam yes right a little poetry yep. slam now are you gonna bless us with some poetry tonight are you you gonna, oh god you gonna, you gonna do that or, or no um okay. <laughs> Is it okay if I read it? Of course. However okay, you want to cool. do it. Dang, what type of phone do you want? Give me the um the one you were telling me about. Um Dear Buyer? Yeah, give me that. Everywhere. I, I thought you wanted something special. Okay. Oh no. No, no, no. That, yeah, see, <laughs> set yourself up. I need something special. Go okay. On. Yeah, because I'm not really sharing my poetry like that, but this is the opportunity that only you will get. Let's see. Listen. Cool card exclusive. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Let's do. Hmm. I don't know. Should I do? Okay. Do you want to hear Queen or I wrote this poem called What well, Doesn't Have a Name? It's like in response to somebody else's poem. It's a response to Can We Talk? So let's go. It's Tevin, that... Campbell, uh, Tevin Campbell. Can we talk? Let's get it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So just a background. I wrote a poem called The Underdog Has Your Boxers. Um, where basically I confront a guy who uh, thinks he's about to get my underwear. Okay. And uh, <laughs> so then this guy wrote a poem in response, or before that one, and he um, had a poem to go after it called Can We Talk? So this poem is in response to his poem. So once he gets his act together. So just imagine somebody coming at me crazy and then fixing their they language. <laughs> All right, cool. Okay. See, this is what talking does. I thought you were a pesky fly before with spoiled material on your tongue. No misconception on my end, just added intention on yours. And now I can identify and hear the nectar in your buzz. You and the power of your linguistics that makes me slow to speak and quick to listen. I get lost in your words and find myself between the letters of your verbs. I want to do more than rest there. Your tweets make me pick up my sticks and nest there. Humming, honey, I'm home. So intentional and specific. You were talking mad crazy before, but I like the way you crucifix it. It's the flip of the script, lines that make me believe my purpose is in your story. It's the flick of the wrist, the cursive that forces you to pronounce your desires slowly. Your gracious speech is like honey stirred in my tea. Once served me bitter and bland, but now you're making it sweet. Your initial approach was blasphemy. Tried to wrap me in your casual tendencies. I like R&B, repeated patterns in deep blue seas. Music to my ears, a soulful symphony. Like flowers, you're picking me, serving me, giving myself back to me. Your words build ingenuity. You want to see me whole. That's why you're masterpiecing me. Together, your words, they hold me. When you leave, all I have are the words that you've told me. 
The way you express shows me you don't just see me, you know me. Your words are affirmations on a mirror I see myself in. Listing the correlation between our resumes lets me know that you are linked in. See, this is what I needed. So often men offer the wrong spirits. In this ring, promise me you'll leave room to be conceited. Proceeded with clear traffic. Liquor does nothing but impede it. Intoxicating fuel that pushes us past our limits. Distorting, misleading, false impressions. Expeditiously eliminating organic expressions. Hindering thought, delaying reactions. Disadvantage, but temperature rapidly advances. Causes us to get physical and forget mental attraction. We can do without the toxins. Yourself is top shelf, choosing you amongst all the other options. Give it to me straight, without concoction. No need to be apprehensive with giving expression in your responses. I come bearing a stick, toothpick stuck in an olive. One of the many fruits I produce, I'll show you more as this blossoms, slightly ripens, extra version pressed. When you speak with me, when you speak of me with zest, premium is in your breath, leaving me high on gas I, can, I can't get anywhere else. To think these are words you nearly held, intended, intended to be banished behind whistles and bells. What do we brew when intentions are distilled? How pleasant it is to be offered a cup that's filled. See your gin, rum, and whiskey, it doesn't whisk me. When passions burn, it creates fragrances that, that don't offend me. I'm a woman of substance, good and plenty. I hope your common sense prevents. Please discern me. Before you, before, before you were shooting shots with no aim, throwing bricks, that's why you free balling now. His coup de gras lent me to Mardi Gras. I see a bow flying arrows, we both perceive a knockout. Your words can float like a butterfly or sting like a bee. You have a mean jab, but I know your venom isn't aiming for me. Following your beeline, even when it's spiraling. No one has to go Frazier if we take the road Ali. Confrontation is for those who don't know how to articulate. You can communicate with me. We can talk. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Bars. <Thank> Yo. <laughs> God. I love the metaphors in that. I love it. I love it all. Yeah. That's, that's wow. Okay. Girl. <laughs> You you are talented. That's all I'm gonna say. Thank you. You are talented. I'm thinking you was gonna do a little short piece, girl. You went in. <laughs> you asked for it. I was. <laughs> I listen. You said I gave a shorter one. <laughs> one of the exclusive. That that's what I need right here. Yeah. Oh man, that was dope. Thank I you. love it. I love it. When you gonna get on stage and do that? <laughs> Not, I can tell you right now, not happening. <laughs> not happening. Why? Um. Why? My, like I said, when I when it comes to my poetry, surprisingly, that was a pretty. Even though I kind of like you know, I stuck a couple times, like my heart normally beats out of my chest. That was nothing but God that I even got through that without like speeding through it or sounding like, oh my God, I'm gonna die. <laughs> so, um, I I want to keep my my poetry uh more like of an intimate thing i'm thinking about like diving deeper into my poetry on a, a a different level of poet's pitch where people can like um what's the word i'm looking for subscribe to another side of poet's pitch and mm -hmm. get my poetry so okay that's why i said this is a real exclusive because i i don't share my poetry anymore uh, i won't share it outside of poet's pitch so okay got you got you so on poet's pitch you are you do your poetry 
Uh, no, my no, point don't. is strictly about other people, other but people. I do want to, uh, like, a, remember how I was talking about levels, so I think I want to have, like, a, a another level when people can dig into my poetry, because I do have a lot of gems in there, like I said, when I write my poetry, yeah. I literally feel God writing the poem with me, that, there's that, so, it's so much in that poem, like, it's beyond, so. Yeah, I'm um, sure. Yeah. Because what I, I got from that. Surface was strong, very strong. And not generic. Like I hear some people's poetry, and I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. You know, then boy, like that was, man, that was woven. Like, yeah, God is funny. <laughs> I can't even. I don't. It's like I really don't want to take credit for poets. poems like this. Like I really feel like he sat there and was like, okay, we're just gonna and splash there <laughs> and drip paint there. You know, <laughs> like, right? Nah, that was beautiful though. I love it. Thank like you. really. Yeah. Thank you so much. I I'm transparent too. If I didn't like it, I'd tell you. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Like, yeah, that was I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Yeah. But... If you only knew like like it's like hidden things in there, like even I didn't know. I had to do research to understand what I what exactly I wrote. Yeah. Yeah. I could tell, man. That's deep. Yeah. That's deep. I love it. I thank you. I thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Thank you for your time. I know you're tired. I know you did your <laughs> thing tonight. So uh, I did tell you I was going to keep it to 45, but the conversation was so good. Girl, I couldn't cut you off. Yeah, you're a good conversationalist. So that's the word. Yeah. <laughs> you as well. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, really, thank you. And I will uh, be in your DMs. I'm following <laughs> you, supporting you. As you should, because it is mutual. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now you're good people. I love your energy, I love your spirit, I love what you're doing. So I'm definitely gonna support you. Um and whatever. Any questions ever, whatever ideas, holla at me. I'm pretty open sure. to the people that I feel that can reciprocate it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Are genuine. So yeah, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Last time, tell them the website, tell them how to find you. Give them the time. Give them the day. Just reiterate it. You know people got short attention spans. Give it- <laughs> <laughs> my name is Key Essence. As you can see, you can follow me on uh, Instagram. That's like every. That's my name on Instagram and Facebook. I don't have Twitter. Um, Poetspitch.com. www.poetspitch.com. And you can find everything Poetspitch there. I feel like that's all you need. Like, But you can follow us on Instagram. Poetspitch.com. I mean, yes. poetspitch. And subscribe to YouTube, for sure. <laughs> yes, subscribe. Hit the yes. bell so you can see when we go live. Help watch my show. Watch his. <laughs> yeah. Watch hers, then come check me out. It's a nice subscribe. little combo. You get a little break in between if you got to pop on a squat. Like, pop <laughs> sit on the toilet for a second, and then go watch it. <laughs> right, for real. Take your little break, then come check your boy out after yeah. her. Yes, 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 man. I love it. I love it. I love the light. I love the energy. Thank you so much. Hey, y'all. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. Every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you know where I'm at. I'm right here kicking it with somebody like Kiesens, dropping gems, providing that value for you. Can't do it without you. All right? So we out of here. Until next time, thank you, Kiesens. Really appreciate you. See you guys. We out of here.